Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <clears throat> Church, our adoration and our declaration and our singing and our worship and our lifting of hands and our dancing before the Lord is an act of defiance against the kingdom of darkness. something resonating in my spirit today just we're in and I think we all know this we're we're in spiritual warfare and um, we are living in enemy territory church this is not our home this is not our home. We don't fit in here. And I don't know about you, but it's more and more agitation and really an opening of eyes for us to realize this is not our home. This is not our home. And God forbid that we should ever try and set this up like it's our home. It's not our home. It's not our home. We have a place. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. He says he's going to come back for us and take us to be with him. And so my home is with Jesus. Your home is with Jesus. But for the time being, he's left us here. He's left us here. And the Bible talks about that we rejoice with exceeding joy, but it says, if need be for a season, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the sufferings of this present world are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So there's some sufferings here. There's afflictions here. There's trials here. There's temptation here because this is not our home. There's darkness here. The Bible calls him the God of this world has blinded the eyes of the people of this world. So there's a God of this world. He's the prince and the power of the air. And he has authority on the earth to do things, to operate in the flesh, in the dust. But there's another kingdom that's coming. That's the kingdom that's in our hearts. That's the kingdom that he says it doesn't come with observation or with the eyes. He says, but the kingdom of God is going to be within you. That's where he rules. He doesn't, it's not, it's not physical territory. It, it's, not a, it's not a building. It's not a house. It's not a, it's not a land map, but it's, it's souls. It's, it's within our hearts that the kingdom is taking rulership and authority. And so there's coming a day very shortly where God is going to judge the earth. And all of this is going to be burned up with fire because it's under judgment. 
And so Satan can have this world because it's going to be burned with fire. It's going to pass away. But there is a kingdom that will stand forever. And you and I are a part of that kingdom. You and I, when, when we, need to, we need to remember that. I believe that's what this is for, our gathering together. This is not a physical thing. We are a part of a spiritual kingdom. And we need to remind one another, listen, don't fix your eyes on this world. Don't fix your eyes on trying to make this our home. It's not our home. Our kingdom is not here. Jesus said this. He says, if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight. They would not allow me to be turned over to you. I wouldn't have had to go through the cross. I wouldn't have had to suffer. I wouldn't have had to die if my kingdom was of this world. His kingdom is not of this world. It's the kingdom of heaven. It's the kingdom of God. That's what we're fighting for today. And so when in the midst of everything we see, in the midst of everything we feel, in the midst of all the turmoil and the trouble, we come into a place like this and we lift up our hands and make declarations from our heart that Jesus, you are worthy and we love you. Can I tell you that that resonates? There is a power. There, there is a voice. There, there is an authority. There is a shaking that takes place in the kingdom of darkness. That in spite of everything the enemy has tried to do, this kingdom is still standing. <laughs> the kingdom of Jesus that started 2,000 years ago is still standing. In spite of all the wickedness, in spite of all the fears, in spite of all the turmoil, there are still a people of God that are willing to say Jesus is on the throne and he's worthy of all the praise and we will not be silent. We won't stop praising. We won't stop praying. We won't stop believing in the midst of others that turn away. I am not turning away. I am not going to let go of this gospel. I am going to take up my cross today and I am going to follow Jesus. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. He's worthy. He's worthy if nobody else is going to praise you. I will praise you, God. I will glorify you, Jesus. I will honor you. There's a fight. There's a fight. Is there anybody else that's experiencing the fight? That just the war. Just the, just the pressure. Just the hardness of life and circumstances and things. And I'm sure we could pass the microphone to each person and you could describe hundreds of things that are just happening and going on. But I feel the Lord wanting to just empower us today. That just says, don't quit. Stay on the wall. Keep being a light in the darkness. Keep letting your light shine. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. 
Don't let go of your confidence. I know there's others that might turn away, but don't you turn away. Don't you start getting fearful. Don't you start doubting my word. You keep believing me. You keep trusting in me. You keep holding fast, brother. You keep holding fast, sister. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I share this. There was, it came this morning to the building this morning, early this morning. And I, as I pulled up, there's no one else here. And the streets were completely empty and just walking up the sidewalk. And I felt it in my spirit. And I felt it. It was, there were demons, there were spirits. And I used the word, they were taunting spirits. They were taunting. I felt something just as I walked here. I felt like there was such a darkness that permeated this, this area. Such a, such a saturation of sin that was here. And souls that were bound and doing all sorts of stuff. And it was almost like the Lord just showed me things. And I'm walking and I'm like, and, and I just, I was so hurt. And, 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 and I heard the voice of the enemy and this is, and he was saying, what you're doing is not doing anything. He says, you're wasting your time. And then he started just speaking to me of different ones, even ones within our fellowship, ones that I know, people that probably, you know, just different ones that maybe in a season of turning their eyes off of Jesus in a season of letting go of some things that they know to be true and other ones who have allowed sin to creep into their life and kind of not walking upright and walking worthy of the calling and living lies right now, not fulfilling who God has called them to be and just different ones. He just, he was bringing to my mind this and that and see, look at this and sh I'm just, it's, it's worthless. It's pointless. It's pointless. It's not working. It's not working. And there's this one that's turning away. And there's this one that's, that's letting go. And just, and it was just such a heaviness. And, and it was, there were spirits that were taunting. I, it was literally taunting, like laughing. Like, don't you see? You're not making a difference in this city. When you, when you're asleep at night, when you go to bed, I still rule. That's what the enemy was saying. He was like, I'm still ruling. I still have authority and power. And I came in here. And I normally don't share this, but I just feel this in the Lord. I just, I came in here and just praying and just beginning to question and just alone with the Lord. And, and I feel like the Lord just spoke to me. And he just said, that's what he said to me. Just very, he said a lot of things, but one of the things he said he says, one, it was, it's, it's lies, but he said, the proof that my power is real and that the devil is a liar. He says, it's you. He was saying, it was me. He, he asked me this question. He says, have you turned your back on me? And I said, no, I haven't. I'm not perfect, church. I'm not perfect. And he just started encouraging me because he want to encourage you, church. You are the greatest testimony that the devil is a liar and that the word of God is true.
if you're the only one that serves the Lord in your family, in this city, don't you give up. You prove the devil a liar and you prove God to be true. Don't allow what other people don't see about Jesus to change who he is in you. Don't allow where other people are not to speak to where you are. I know my Redeemer lives. I know in whom I have believed. And I believe that he is able to keep that good thing that he has placed in me. While all the world is shaking, we're going to stand firm on the word of God. There's others that live by their feelings and bad days and they quit on God, but let that not be who we are. There's others that have lost their way and lost their mind and turned against God because bad things happen. Let that not be our who we are. And so we make a declaration today. There's going to be a people of God in this hour, in this day, in this season, in this time. There is a people that are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We will boldly proclaim that he is still the Savior. He is still the healer. He is still able to save to the uttermost. There's no God like our God. He is the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the ending. And his kingdom will never pass away. So we begin speaking to those taunting spirits. I said, the truth is, I am bothered by that. I don't like those things. But this is the declaration and the understanding. I said, you, speaking to the demons, you're more bothered by my presence than I am by yours. You're more upset that the church is still here. You're, you're more disgruntled, you're more, you're more discombobulated and bothered by the fact that in spite of all that, here we come again, worshiping Jesus. Here we come again, getting on our knees and praying. Here we come, believing that same old word and preaching that same old gospel. Here we come again and again and again and again, and we just won't quit. We just won't give up. We just believe there's another soul that wants it. There's another heart that wants the truth. We just believe it's not over yet. Here we come again singing our songs. Here we come again shouting our shouts. Here we come again praying our prayers. Lifting our hands, dancing before the Lord. We haven't given him this world. We haven't just given it over to him. We're in agitation in the kingdom of darkness. 
We stand as a city set on a hill. We're light shining in the darkness. He wants to blow us out. He wants us just to, just to stop shining so bright. Just to be dimmed because how dark the world is around you. But we make a declaration today. We're going to shine even brighter. Preach it even harder. I'm going to believe it even more. I'm going to love the truth more. How oh, the world is preaching hatred. I'm going to love souls even more. I'm going to love them even more. Those people that were here doing that stuff, I'm going to cry more tears for them. I'm going to pray longer prayers. I'm going to believe more for them. I'm not going to let the enemy have his way. Jesus says many's, many people's heart would grow cold because iniquity is abounding. Not so here. Not so. God forbid, Lord, by your grace, my heart's not going to grow cold because of the iniquity that's abounding. You told us that evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse. But he says this, you man of God, flee. Flee youthful lust. Flee those things. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Church, there's a message today. Don't quit. We're in a fight. It's a fight. You're the greatest weapon there is. It's you. It's the church. It's the church. That's what brought torment to the enemy. It was the Son of God. It was God manifested in flesh. That's what brought torment to the enemy. It was Jesus. It was, it was the Almighty, the, the everlasting God, the I am in a human body. And it says he went about doing good, healing all of those that were oppressed of the devil. He brought torment to the kingdom of darkness. It was a son of God the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God. But now, are we the sons of God? It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we see Him, we shall be like Him. Beloved, what manner of love the, that God has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. The devil hates you. He hates me. He just wants to get rid of us. He wants to silence us. He wants to put my light out. He wants us just to back away from the darkness and just let it have its way. He wants me to move out of every, every kind of uh, problem, every type of agitation, any place where there's uncomfortableness. And he wants me just to submit to my feeling and back away and take my ease and get on my couch and just take it easy and don't stand firm because when I'm just there your presence there 
your presence in it, your prayers, your holiness, your, your submission to God, it wars in the spirit. Your presence in the home, it wars in the spirit. Your presence on the street, it, it does something in the atmosphere. Our presence on this corner here, it does something. Our presence out there in Auburn yesterday, just singing, not, it did something. It did something. I do not believe the lies of the enemy. This is something. This is something great. This is something powerful. And we're not going to quit. We're not going to quit. Hallelujah. I just feel for us to pray in the spirit right now. Just pray. Just pray. Pray, pray, pray. Come on, not just for ourselves. I'm praying for my brothers and my sisters across this state, across this country, across this world. God, strengthen my brothers, strengthen my sisters right now. God, that we would rise up in this hour. That we would awaken to righteousness, Lord. Thou, those that are asleep, Lord, that we would wake up, oh God. Awaken us, oh God. Let us hear the sound. God, let us hear the alarm sounding, oh God. Father, you have called us to the kingdom for such a time as this. We are not here by accident, Lord, but this is your divine appointment. God, every soul, Lord, is for a purpose. It's for your purpose, Jesus. Oh, God, help us to endure hardness as good soldiers. God, that we would not bow or cater to the spirit of this world. Lord, that we would not be conformed unto this world. Oh, God. Give us your love, oh, God. We do not love this world or the things of it. We have no agreement, oh, God. We have no agreement with the things of this world, with the unfruitful works of darkness. We break every tie, we break every covenant, every agreement, every contract, Lord, with the wicked things of this world. We break it off, oh God. Every idol, we bring it down in the name of Jesus. God, we could recommit ourselves to you and to your mission, to your purpose, the purpose that you were manifested to destroy the works of the devil. We will destroy every work of the devil. By your grace, Lord, we destroy every work in our heart, in our mind, in our lives. We destroy every work. 
Every work of hatred and jealousy, we destroy it. Every work of pride and arrogance, we destroy it. Of complacency, iniquity, and self-righteousness, and self-centeredness, and vanity, we destroy it. We bring it down right now. In the name of Jesus, every work of hatred and anger and wrath and revenge, the wrath of man, we bring it down in the name of Jesus. Every work of sorcery and idolatry, adultery and fornication, we bring it down in the name of Jesus. Every work of perversion, twisting of the mind, doctrine of devils, doctrines of man, traditions of man, we bring them down in the name of Jesus. We destroy it. Yes, Lord, stir up the parents, oh God. Stir up guardians and coverings over our children, Lord. God, that we would stand guard, Lord, over our homes. God, over the minds of our children, Jesus, over the hearts of our children. Oh, we stand against that spirit of perversion that wants to twist and pervert their minds. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we shine the light. We shine light of holiness and purity and righteousness in Jesus name in Jesus name oh glory to God hallelujah hallelujah parents if you could right now just grab your children if you could grab your children just put your lay your hands on them as many as you can if you don't have a child here, can you lay your hands on another child? Just put your hands on them right now. Mothers, please put your hands on your daughters, your sons. Just grab them. Find our children right now. Let's pray over them. Pray over them. Hallelujah. Come on, every child have somebody that's laying their hand on them, praying for them. Praying for them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 Lord. Father, we declare right now, we stand against the Spirit, Lord, that is at work in the children of disobedience, Lord, trying to sway the minds of our children. We declare even right now that it will not accomplish what it is set forth to do. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of perversion we bind the spirit of homosexuality we bind the spirit of, of sexuality we bind that spirit of lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh we bind the spirit of pride right now in the name of Jesus you do not have free reign we come against that dark spirit we come against the spirit of violence 
in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of hatred in the name of Jesus, the spirit of racism in the name of Jesus. We command it out. It has no place in the minds and the bodies and the hearts of our children. We speak right now that our children shall be arrows used of the Lord to speak the word of God, to declare the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, that they shall stand at the gate and war against the enemy. Lord, we pray even right now, God, that you would release a boldness into our children, a boldness into their minds to speak the word of God, to stand for righteousness, Lord, to not be afraid. We come against fear right now in the name of Jesus that they would be filled with the love of God, that they would be filled with the passion for for the gospel, that they would never turn away, that they would never move to the left or to the right, but that they would keep their eyes firmly fixed on you. Lord, I pray that you would release angels, God, that would go before them, oh God, that would cover them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Yes, oh God. Yes, Lord. God, loose their tongue to speak the word. Loose their tongue, oh God, to speak as the Spirit gives them the utterance. To be filled with your goodness. Filled with your mercy, oh God. I pray wisdom for them. I pray understanding for them, supernatural wisdom, supernatural understanding that they would not fall for the tricks of the enemy. God, give them victory. Give them self-control, oh God. Yes, Lord. 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 I speak to every parent. I speak for the for the fathers to rise up. I speak for the mothers to rise up right now, God, to see the ugliness and the uncleanness that is going on. God, and something would trigger in their minds, Lord, that they would begin to lift up a standard, that they would begin to put fences around the minds and the eyes of their children, that they would not be afraid, oh God. Lord, give them a, a, a boldness and a zeal right now for holiness, oh God. Lord, to be the authority in their home. God, we pray it. We believe it even right now. We stand against the spirit of this age, against the flow of this world. Ha! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ha! Rasoto rosayete. Ya rasayana bakoyo sondo rosoyatayete. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, we don't need to be afraid, but we need to pray. We don't need to be fearful, but we need to pray. We don't, we don't need to be, be doubting and, and wondering and questioning, but we're going to have to open our mouths and speak as the word, as the Lord tells us to speak. Hallelujah, God. Oh. We cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. We cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. As many of you know, yesterday, yesterday, day before yesterday, there was a Supreme Court ruling about abortion, about abortion in this country. And it didn't ban abortion in our country. It didn't stop it. It really didn't. It, 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 
all it did was it says that it's just it's not a constitutional right that a woman who is an American has the right to kill her baby. It's no longer a God-given right by the Constitution. And that's what the Supreme Court ruled was that they were wrong 50 years ago when they said the Constitution does give you that right. And they were saying, no, that right cannot be given by the courts. That's something that's legislated. So that's, what that, that's the truth of that in the legal terms. As far as, as, far as us and, and, and all of this, the enemy doesn't care what laws are passed as long as people don't come into the kingdom. He doesn't care if we have every law that is good, but yet people are not submitted to Jesus Christ. So this word is not, the, the word of God does not tell us to wait until laws are passed, until things are aligned. The Bible says that we are the hope of the world. We are the light. We're the light, church. We're the light. We've got to be very careful. We've got to be very careful that we're not waiting on the government to fix the problems. Because these are spiritual problems. This is spiritual warfare. And the signing of laws doesn't affect demons. The Spirit of God does. The blood of Jesus does. And so now, so I want to talk about this just, I'm sorry, but for a little bit. That So now... If the law says for a female or a male, you cannot kill that baby in the womb, and that's what the law says, but they still want to do it, it doesn't matter. There's murder in their heart. That's what God has called us to deal with. The gospel is to change the heart of a person so that they don't want to kill. Right? So the Ten Commandments says, thou shalt not kill. But Jesus says, no, I've got a greater law that says if you have hatred, for someone without cause, you've already committed murder in your heart. And so the law of the spirit is higher than just don't do the act. And so the spirit, the kingdom of God has come to change the hearts of men and women. Church, that's what we're after. So our message, our purpose has not changed. If anything, you should see even more evident that the hearts of people is cold and it's wicked. There is such a hatred that is permeating our country and it's guys and it's covered by the money. It's covered by the comfortableness. It's covered by, by our, our, our kindness to one another. But deep within the hearts of people, we see there's wickedness there. And that's what God sees. That's why Jesus says there is no one good but God. So we say it all the time. Well, they're a good person. They're a good person. There's no one good but God. Because it's God that searches the hearts. He knows those deep things that are within the heart of the human mind and the human spirit. And we see the actions of people. We judge by the outward, but God judges by the heart. And so God has called us to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to every single creature. Because everybody needs to be saved from their sin. Every person. I don't care how kind they are. They are sinners if they have not been born again. Church, don't get it twisted. They, everybody must be born again of water and the spirit or they cannot enter the kingdom of God. And so we have a mission. We have a purpose. Don't let the laws confuse us. Don't let the politics confuse us. Don't let what the enemy is doing and what the world is doing confuse us. Church, our purpose has not changed. We are in a war. We're in a fight. But the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
They're not fleshly. You don't yell somebody into the kingdom. You don't anger somebody to believe the gospel. It's, it's, it's not your bad attitude that's going to do it. It's, it's not your frustration. It's the spirit of God. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We've got to pray. We've got to pray. We've got to speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. You've got to be in love. You've got to be rooted and grounded in love. You've got to be made perfect in love because that's what casts out the fear. Don't speak the truth in fear. You'll hurt somebody. You declare the word of God out of frustration, you can hurt somebody. You can cause an offense. You speak the truth in love. You let God deal with love in your heart. You don't speak to somebody who's living in sin because you hate them. You hate the sin and you love their souls. Until you're ready to speak to them in love, go to your knees in prayer. God, fill me with love for them. Give me a burden for their soul. And then give me the words to say. And then open your mouth and speak what he tells you to speak. Pray for them. Church, we've, we're in a war. We're in a war. But the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. They're not carnal. I drove by yesterday, driving in the car. I think it was with RJ. We're driving up here. Andrew was in there also. We were coming here. And there was a huge parade, party. That was going on at the harbor. I don't know if anybody knows about it, but it was a pride parade and thing. I didn't know what was going on. Um, some of you know that this month is Pride Month. Pride Month. We know that God hates pride. Pride. Right? He resists the proud. And so the spirit of this is a pride in self. It's a, it's, a, it's a pride in who I am and what I believe and what I think and my own opinion. And so it, it, for them, for, for what is expressed, it's within the, I don't know all the, all the letters, but it's within the lesbian, the homosexual, uh, the transgender community. And so it's a pride in who they are in that in their sexuality identifying them. There's a pride and a, and a boasting in it, and we need to be prideful of who we are. And this is, this, is, this, is, this is the way I am, and you need to accept me. And so we know scripturally that those things are wrong, that those are sins that need to be repented of. But God forbid we should fall to the same spirit of pride. Because you could be a believer in Jesus, knowing the truth, and yet still have pride. And operate out of pride. And my thoughts and my how dare they. And be careful because it's a spirit. It's not just an action. So we say, well, they're, they're doing that and that's nasty and that's, that's ugly. And we start hating them. You're dealing in a spirit of pride. And Satan doesn't matter what sin it is. He's okay as long as it's outside of the will of God. And so that's why we've got to fight in the spirit. We've, we've, got, to be, we've got to hear what God is saying. Don't hate them. Don't hate people. Can I say that again? Don't hate people. We don't hate anybody. The Bible says this, for such were some of you, but you were washed, you were cleansed, you were justified in the name of the Lord and by the spirit of our God. Hallelujah. 
And so after the goodness and the grace of God appeared to us, he transformed us. That's what they need, an introduction to the goodness and the grace of God. That's who you are. That's what we are. Praise God. That's why he doesn't give us armor of vengeance. He doesn't give me armor of wrath. He doesn't give me armor of hatred. He doesn't give me armor of judgment. He doesn't give that to me. He, doesn't, he hasn't given that to the church. That's not one of our weapons. It's not. We got a weapon of prayer. We got the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We have the shield of faith. We've, we've got the, the, the breastplate of righteousness. We've, the helmet of salvation, girt about with truth. But we do not have vengeance. Let there not be a spirit of vengeance in me. Let there be love in me. Let there be grace and the goodness of God that speaks the truth in love, that loves the soul, that lays down my life for them. Praise God. We're talking about warfare, spiritual warfare. People hear the word warfare and we get, oh, yeah, kind of built up in our, in our flesh. Don't do that. That's not the warfare that we're a part of. It's a spiritual. Our weapons aren't carnal. They're not carnal. If you're going to, to, into spiritual warfare and you're angry in your flesh, you got to pray about that anger. You got to pray about that anger. The Bible says the God of peace will bruise Satan under our feet. We war from a place of peace. We war from a place of peace. And so he's the God of peace. We have peace with God. Hallelujah. But we are in a war, church. There's, there is absolutely an attack. There is absolutely words and spirits that are being spoken, things that are being done right now. And we are at a very volatile time. Things have come together. There's a head there's just, there's just an explosion of things. It's, I, I, I'm trying to get the words to describe it, but it's, it's, it's almost like things are in the extreme. There's no more kind of just gray area anymore. It's, it's either extreme one way or the other. And, and so there's, there's, a, there's a conflict that's going on in the heavenlies, and it's playing out on the earth. Uh, there's a war happening right now. There's war. Like, there's war. There's literally a war. And, and the world is, is really a part of it. And not necessarily fully physically yet, but the world is a part of war right now. Your world is at war. Not just pockets here and there, but there's war. And there's lines being... And, and, and so we see the signs of the time. We see it. We see it. We see it. And here we are. And, and the Bible prophesies that, that as we get closer to the end time, evil is going to get worse. That's what the Bible says. It, it says the devil is going to come down having great wrath because his time is short. So the shorter his time, the greater his wrath. We don't have to fear his wrath, but we need to understand where we're at we need to understand that and so there is a battle there is a there is a war that we are a part of 
And the enemy wants to quiet you. He wants to silence you. He wants to smooth your edges so you're not so rough spiritually. So you're not so hardened in the spirit world. He wants you to be a little bit more docile spiritually. He wants you to be a little calmer spiritually. Don't be so adamant spiritually. Don't be so Jesus only spiritually. He wants you to be a little bit more compromising spiritually. He wants you to be more accepting spiritually. Accepting of sin. Everybody's just, you can't be against all sin. This is the voice of the spirit that's at work against us right now. It wants you to appease the flesh. He wants you to be okay with just a little bit of darkness. Don't be so light all the time. You can take days off. You can take weeks off. You don't have to be so holy all the time. That's the spirit of this age. That's the war that's warring against you and I right now. You don't have to think about the things of God all the time. You, can, you don't have to be so, so selfless all the time. You, at some point, you need to think about yourself. You need to Think about your own life and what's going on with you. And you need to take care of you and you need to focus on you a little bit. That's the spirit of this age that's working to just quiet the church just a little bit. Just you don't have to pray so much. You don't have to pray so fervently. You don't really need to fast like you used to fast. You're okay. You don't you don't have to come together with the people of God as much as you used to do it. You're okay. You need money now. You need, you need to focus on some other things now. You, you don't have to reach people and preach the gospel all the time. You don't have to preach it to every creature. You can, it's quiet because we all experience it. You don't have to be a part of everything that the church is doing. You don't, you don't have to, it's a lot. Take it easy. You don't have to pray every day. You don't have to seek God every morning. You don't have to worship all the time. You don't have to always speak in tongues. Just calm it down a little bit. Calm it down a little bit. Church, that's the spirit that's at work. That's the spirit that's at work. And can I tell you the truth? Many of us are falling for it. Many of us are falling for it. Many of us are falling for it. And I say us in a completely general sense, the people of God, because that's who it's fighting against. It's the spirit of Laodicea. Come lazy towards the things of God. We're diligent about everything else, but we're lazy when it comes to the people of God. Lazy when it comes to the spirit, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to evangelism and outreach. Brother Murray, Brother Robert Murray, Brother Robert, I'm going to ask you to go downstairs with the phone. Thank you, sir. We're, we're lazy. We're, we're complacent. We, 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 the things of God don't need to be a priority. And so we revolve around our life around everything else except God, about the things of God. Mm. Church, if the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't fit, don't be offended. But we're in a war. We're in a war. And I'm preaching to myself. I'm... I'm 
speaking some things. And so the enemy just, he's trying to, to quiet me. He's trying to quiet me. He's trying to make me feel like it's not working. It's not worth it. People don't want this. You put all your, your, your energy and strength and all this stuff into things, and, and it doesn't work out. It's no good. It's a waste. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. And so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna stand firm on the things of God, on the word of God. We're going to keep proclaiming God's truth. And uh, I know I won't be the only one, but I've had to make a determination. If I am the only one, I'm not giving this thing up. And each of you has to do that same thing. You've got to make a determination. Because there will be some times you're going to have to stand alone. Where you're going to feel like you're alone physically. But he says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be there. He's right there with you. Paul, he talks about that. He says, there was no one that stood with me. He says, but God stood with me. The Lord was there with me. And so if it's you and the Lord, you're a majority. You make a majority. It's just you and, you and the God that created the universe. That's all you need. That's all you need. You don't have to wait for everybody to agree with you. If God agrees with you, you're all right. You're okay. So, church, this is the hour we're in. This is the hour we're in. I'm praying. We're praying. We got to pray for one another. Please pray for me. Pray for me. And um, because none of us are, are um, immune to the enemy. None of us. None of us are immune to the enemy and uh, immune to his attacks because we're still walking in this flesh we're still living in this fleshly body we, i haven't yet been perfected until then we're going to have to fight we're going to have to fight amen praise god why don't we stand in the name of the lord praise god <clears throat> praise god <clears throat> hallelujah I'm believing that the Lord is going to give us, baptize us with a fresh hatred for sin. Like we're going to hate sin. We're going to hate sin so much that we love people so much more. That's what happens. We're going to hate sin. We're not going to hate sinners. We're going to hate sin. We're going to hate it. We're going to hate it. It's an abomination to the Lord. Um. My God, Lord, release me. As you're standing, and maybe uh, you could put this verse just up there for me. I think it's First Timothy chapter six, verse twelve. We're about done. First <clears throat> Timothy chapter six, verse twelve. <clears throat> Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto you were called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee a charge in the sight of God who quickeneth all things and before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession that you keep this commandment without spot 
unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his time shall he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only hath immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. He told Timothy, first 12, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we close our eyes all over this place? Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe we're in an hour where the Lord is bringing people to a place of decision. You're either going to serve him and follow him or not. And so we really don't have time to be hot between two opinions. So to everyone that is here, physically here in this building, or maybe even listening online, you are at a place of decision. Is Jesus going to be your Lord or is he not? Will you follow him in his word or will you not? Choose you this day whom you will serve. If it is the Lord, then follow him. Submit yourself to him. Repent of your own ways and your own sins and follow him. Surrender your will to his will and follow him. Take up your cross. Take up your opinions. Take up your hurts. Take up your past and follow him. Follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, we just need to pray. It's a time of prayer. These altars are open. These altars are open. Let's pray.